And today's guest is Amit Harmar. Amit has over 15 years of experience leading global HR talent teams in Fortune 100 companies. He is now CEO of Clickify.me, which is a simple software platform that helps recruiters and hiring managers publish branded job ads across social media and attract relevant and diverse candidates in minutes. Welcome to HR Bytes, Amit. So happy to have you on the show today. Yeah, likewise, Jay, and I appreciate the time here. Absolutely. Could you tell our audience a little more about the work you do and, you know, how you became an HR tech entrepreneur in the midst of a pandemic? (laughs) Yeah, Jay, uh, look, I've always loved technology. I I grew up as a technologist. Um, My first uh, job in HR was with IBM, actually doing PeopleSoft implementations way back, right? Um, and so I always had the affinity for how technology, if, if executed and implemented right uh, with, the, with the appropriate user adoption, can have a, a major impact on work processes as well as on people in general. Absolutely. So that's, that was really the, the basis for why we created uh, Clickify. It's, you know, simple, simple solutions to basic problems. Absolutely. And, you know, now that the, the entire focus of every business is a people first, digital first strategy, uh, I think, you know, your product is uh, very well positioned in the market to do great things. So all the best to you. Uh, my questions for you today are basically around HR technology. And, you know, I wanted to learn how um, you found in your uh, work um, tech adoption has kind of, you know, increased at warp speed within the HR technology, within the HR function. And how has HR technology been adopted in HR functions, do you think, over the past year? Oh, yeah. Look, you know, I, th- I think we, we are the recipient, if you will, of uh, the technological advancements that are going on, right? The fourth industrial revolution that, you know, all industries are facing right now, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, and every major function in a company is really rethinking and, and re-looking at, you know, how work uh, can be done in a more simpler way. Either it's aided by technology uh, or in some cases actually uh, having technology do all of the work so that people can move up the value stream, right? Uh, and it's, you know, it's not just in HR, Jay, as I mentioned, uh, you know, it's happening in marketing and finance, accounting, uh, you, you name it, right? And it's, uh, so we were at a very interesting point uh, in our career journey uh, as, as HR leaders and HR practitioners to really think about, you know, every little process um, or the work that you do, can it be done, number one? Number one, can it be eliminated, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, let's right. not talk about that. You know, we don't want to scare people off. <laughs> I'm just talking about work. I'm just talking about work, right? Not people, but just talking about, you know, work. So like, and frankly, COVID has accelerated our thinking from that perspective, right? Um, mm-hmm. But really, you know, you think about work and you say, okay, why am I doing this to begin with? And that's the first question, right? The second question is, all right, if it's important enough for you to keep doing that work, 
then how do I make it more efficient and effective through, through the use of technology, right? There's a lot of fanfare around AI and chatbots and, and all of that. Uh, you know, I, I still believe personally that there, those, those technologies are still maturing and there are ways to go. But it is here. It's, it's going to be impervious in our, in our working lives as well as in our personal lives. So, you know, as I think about work in general, it's, it's really about, you know, looking at why are, we, why are we doing this work the way we are? Number two, can we make it, can we use technology to make it efficient and effective? And number three, uh, which is the re really important question as an HR practitioner is, all right, if I, if I make technology, you know, if, if I can free up some time for me, am I spending the time with business leaders uh, with employees to really understand uh, the culture of the organization. How am I impacting the culture of an organization as an HR leader, right? So uh, the way I view technology is um, just really enabling HR people to do actually what they were meant to do to begin with, uh, which, is, which is be more human. <laughs> <laughs> the H in HR. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And I don't think that's ever going to go away from my perspective. Absolutely. And, you know, you worked in a number of big companies across uh, industries, um, and you've implemented a lot of technology at those companies. What role has your social capital, you know, your connections within the organization, as well as outside the organization, play in generating, incubating, and kind of scaling innovation in your HR function? Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, social cap capital, the way I view social capital is... Uh, in the terms of a casino, I guess, you, you think about chips, right? <laughs> right, right, right? Uh, yes. And that's how I always viewed social capital is, you know, you have, you have a limited stack of chips and, and how, do you, how do you intentionally figure out where you're going to spend those chips, right? From a social capital perspective. So um, the, the way, you know, we have really thought about technology over the years, um, be it, you know, in HR or actually outside of HR, is how, how are we gonna drive the adoption uh, so that it becomes ingrained in, in um, the hearts and minds of our people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, you know, it could be any technology, right? Sophisticated or simple, uh, you know, the number one cause of, based on my experience of failure of any technology is, is user adoption and user experience, right? Absolutely, so, that's the biggest. Right, and you can have the best tech out there, but if if you if you implement it uh, without the appropriate change management, you, awareness, adoption, you know, you know the, the change curve, right? Uh, it's it's not going to be as effective and impactful, uh, and the ROI um, actually is very limited uh, over the years, and we actually have hard data on that, right? Uh, so the way you think, I think about social capital is uh, really understanding who. Who are those players, right? Depending on the organization you're in, if it's a top-down type of an organization, you have a different approach. Uh, if it's a startup, right, uh, where you've got a bunch of folks doing different things, very entrepreneurial, it's a different approach, right? And so you really have to think about in the context of the company that you operate in, what works best for you. Um, you know, the change models, there's so many out, out there, right? Uh, but really what I've experienced is you have to take that with a grain of salt and figure out you know, what works for you as, as a company when you're thinking about technology. Love the analogy of the chips. And, you know, to me, it's like, who's holding all the chips in the organization, right? You need to know those players and you need to know how to get those chips out of their hands, basically, right? Okay. Um, great analogy. So what's one piece of advice you have for HR professionals who are looking to adopt or learn new technology? 
Yeah. Wow. Um, look, there's in this day and age, you know, there's an app that's created like every day, right? Um, probably multiple, probably thousands, right? Um, and HR people, including myself and my previous roles, uh, just get hit up with so much out there, right? So I think the key question, uh, you know, and when you're thinking about new technologies, it's uh, how are you reducing the noise that's created by, you know, it's all venture backed, a lot of the technology that's out there right now. So there's a lot of money being being spent on marketing and, and, and so on, right? So uh, what I would suggest, and this is how I learned how to really cut through all the noise is just create a network of, uh, you know, to your point, Jay, with social capital, right? And, and we now have all the tools such as LinkedIn, Slack, and you know, you name it. There's a plethora of tools out there to get connected with influencers as well as practitioners uh, who've actually implemented this tech, uh, whatever tech it is. Uh, and I just pick up the phone really, right? Back in the day, right? You, you actually say, hey, can I just talk to you for 15 minutes? Right? <laughs> Absolutely. And it uh, always worked. <laughs> it always worked. Yeah. yeah, and it still holds true, right? It could be text now versus talking, right? But that's okay. Um, but really just, just connecting with, with the people and saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting this tech being pushed to me. What do you really think, right? Uh, of people who've actually, you know, uh, used it and, and, and gone through that. And, you know, it's lessons learned, right? So I grew up in consulting. The first thing you learn is, you know, learn from other people's mistakes, right? <laughs> right? And, and that still holds true. Um, you know, if, if you want to really get plugged into, into technology, there, there's a lot of venues out there. Um, you know, a lot of great, inf- you know, HR tech influencers out there uh, who you can reach out to as well. They see a plethora of this in any given day. Um, so that would be my advice, Jay. Great advice. And what do you think HR can do to prepare for this increase in remote work and hybrid work that, you know, is here to stay for at least this year? I, I'm sure of that. What do you think about how we can prepare for yeah. this? Yeah, you know, um, look, it's it's been almost eight months, right? Since we've, you know, uh, maybe- ten. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. We're counting, right? I'm counting. But- <laughs> Uh, but really, as, as we think about uh, the role of HR, um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's always been how do you how do you create the human element? Um, and now it's just a, di- a little different depending on the industry that you're in. It's about how do you create a highly engaged workforce? And to be honest, in certain industries, like in the tech industry where I, where I grew up, uh, we already had distributed workforces right uh, around the world. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, not, not so much for, let's say in the manufacturing industry, or maybe even in like the old school pharma industry. Right. So, uh, the, the, the advice I would have is really, you know, think about going back to basics as an HR leader, right? Like how do you, how do you drive connections with people? Uh, we know the number one reason why people actually live or not live, but stay in a company is, is who they work with. Right. Live in a Uh, company. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we practically live in the company, right? We spend most of our lives in the company. So yeah, Yeah. that would be, that would be a good phrase. (laughs) So it's, it's really who you, who you, you're connected with. uh, And that's really the, what I call the mesh or the, the, the stickiness factor is how do you create uh, as an architect of culture, right? As HR, as well as as leaders in general, how do you really start to create more camaraderie you know there's simple things that you know frankly they're not new right you have celebrate awards recognition awards you've got all kinds of tools 
to to you know get into engaging people better. Um, communication is always here to stay, uh, and we know, right? Simon Sinek always says uh, it, it's not the what, but really the how and the why, right? That you more the why than anything. Right? <laughs> the golden <Right>? circle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right? So. Uh, just going back to basics with that, uh, it's easier said than done, though, because you've got, you know, you've got people now who are, uh, you know, remote in many cases, and there's a whole question around the trust factor, right? Uh, we always believed in it as an as an HR, you know, as as HR practitioners is, hey, you've got to you got to be able to trust your people, uh, but the same's got to be true for line managers uh, out there as well, right? So how do you coach? Uh, the line managers to to think that way. I think that you know now they've been in this in this world for the last ten months, uh, Jay. Right? Uh, you know they they're starting to to learn that. I mean that's what I'm I'm hearing, um, and, and that's something that we just have to continuously coach. And then also talk to your people, right? Uh, I've always believed, Jay. Uh, you know, look, uh, no, no pun intended to engagement surveys and so on, but they're a snapshot in time. I've always believed uh, the, the you know some of the best HR people I've seen is they literally just ping random 10 people, right? Uh, who they know, right, relatively well, so people don't get spooked, like why is HR reaching out to me, right? Uh, but, you know, folks who you, you've interacted with in, in your day-to-day -day job and say, hey, you know, just ask simple questions, right? Three simple questions. Number one, hey, how are you feeling today, <laughs> right? right? Uh, number two, what are you working on? Where, where do you think you're getting stuck, right? And number three, how do you feel about working with your with your people as well as your leader in general, right? Or leadership rather, so that you that way you're not pointing to the to their direct manager. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know those those kinds of questions and the answers you'll be surprised, and I'm sure uh, the listeners here have much more experience than I do. Um, it's you know that's always worked well for me. Just those three questions, just really getting at uh, at how people feel. Great, great pointers. Thank you for that. So that brings us to the fun part of today's conversation. It's our question connection round. And ready? Who's one person you gained in your network in the last year that you think all of us should know in the HR tech world? Oh, boy. Um, so I, I will say one of the first analysts uh, who actually did a podcast with uh, about about a year and a half ago with as well, uh, Ben Eubanks is is great out there. Uh, William Tincup uh, is another gentleman uh, in, in the recruiting tech world. Uh, Tim Sackett is another one. So those are the three who, who I've actually, I know you only asked about one, but. Uh, cheating, I'll, I'll, cheating. A lot of people are cheating on this question. <laughs> I, I know it's yeah. hard to, you know, pinpoint one uh, one contact. I, I, you know, we love no, all these, our friends. These three are the ones who've made time for me as I'm kind of, you know, went from HR to being a CEO of a SaaS company. Um, and, and they've been just amazing, amazing, you know, sounding boards. Absolutely. What's your favorite HR podcast other than the one you're attending today? You know, Jay, uh, I'm going to age myself a bit. Uh, I'm not much of a podcast listener, to be honest. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not, right? Uh, but I, I, like, I love speaking at them um, just because, you know, there's, there's a wider audience I feel I can share my experiences with. Well, you've got to listen to HR Bytes now. Come on. Yes, I will. I'm, I'm definitely going to sign, sign up with that one. Um, my, my, source, my source of kind of just kind of getting to know what's going on out there uh, is just talking to HR peers, um, 
right? Like I mentioned before, I am old school from that perspective. I literally, you know, ping them and I'll say, hey, you know, so-and-so, what's, what's going on in your world, right? Uh, and I'll have very specific three questions. Um, and that's how I, you know, that's how I try to gain knowledge and stay up to speed with what's going on in HR. Okay. And what's your favorite LinkedIn learning or webinar uh, related to HR tech that you've attended and you want everyone else to watch and learn as well from? Yeah, um, I would say there's 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 quite a few there as well. Uh, but you know there there's there's a lot of focus right now actually on diversity and inclusion. So there were there was one I uh, I should have prepared better for this Jay. There I, I can come back to you with with that. But there's there's one um, that's that came to mind around how do you use technology to make sure that you're not impacting equity uh, and inclusion uh, in your workforce. Absolutely. Um, we'll link that in the show notes below. So if you send me the link, I'll link that in the show notes for everyone. Sounds good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Given the upheaval of all things in 2020, what's one workplace trend that you think is here to stay? <laughs> uh, workplace trend here to stay. Uh, I would say uh, a more distributed workforce, right? Where, where it traditionally wasn't. Uh, in industries, uh, and I would say that's and and uh, and maybe even less travel. <laughs> right, right. I don't know about that, but travel, business travel, okay. But you know, travel to senior places, right. I'd love to get back on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I meant business travel because I think companies okay. are, have realized how much savings they can have, and and you know, of course, the likes of Zoom and and Teams mm -hmm. and um, yep. and all the technology we have. Yeah. We're, you know, we've now able, you now we've shown we can actually grow business without having the face-to-face -face meetings, right? Now, that's not to say you can't have them, but it's it's a trend I believe that's here to stay because they're, you know, from a CFO perspective, that's that's a huge savings trend. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, we've um, kind of seen this in action in the past ten months, uh, where an attitude of gratitude has really worked for a lot of folks in every function across the business, right? Um, in the HR community, I know a lot of folks are doing great things, giving back and helping each other out. How do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Yeah, um, such a great question, Jay, right? So, uh, I, I do connect with a ton of people on LinkedIn, um, very responsive. I mean, I have a 24 hour turnaround. That's a, that's a goal that I have personally, right? Uh, and the way I try to help them is if anybody's looking for a career or a career change, um, just just get them connected to, to the right people uh, in the HR community, right? Um, of course, I, uh, I'm, I'm a Forbes HR council member and I, I do a lot of uh, you know, articles there in terms of just thought leadership and, and various topics um, as well. But uh, ultimately, where I find the most joy is when somebody is is you know wanting to to you know move move in their career either laterally or, or upwards. Uh, just really trying to make the connections because right? that's that's who we are. We are connectors as leaders. Absolutely, and thank you for all the work that you do in the Forbes HR Council as my fellow uh, council member, and also in the HR community. You know, you do a lot of stuff, so keep doing what you're doing. It, it really resonates with my work. Uh, you know, all the things that you do, I, I love the insights that you provide. So thank you for being there for all of us in the HR community. 
Well, thank and you as well. Uh, and thank you for making this possible. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being my guest today. And if there is um, a LinkedIn um, you know, article that you'd like to share, I'll share it in the show notes that might help our audience across the globe. Um, do, just let me know. Also, if our listeners would like to connect with you, what is the best way for them to reach you online? Yeah, uh, LinkedIn uh, is is the best way. Uh, Twitter, HR for Life, is my is is my uh, user uh, name there. Uh, and one, you know, uh, just I did write an article about pragmatic approaches to employee experience. That's a Forbes article as well as a LinkedIn article. So I, I'd love to share that with the audience here as well. It's it's a very pragmatic roadmap to how we think about the employee experience because employee experience, everybody talks about it. It's such a huge, it's such a huge topic, but really, I've rarely seen anybody actually take it down to the nuts and bolts of what it means, right? Uh, and that's what I've attempted to do in, in that, in that um, you know, article that I wrote. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to bringing you more fantastic stories of HR professionals leveraging technology. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jay. Thank you.